Hi, everybody. <laughs> Katie is back. Yay. I'm here. This is li- I'm thinking this is this is not live, but I'm back from vacation. <laughs> How was your vacation? Um, my glob. It was <laughs> awesome. I got to go to Florida. Yeah. And uh, I took my mom to see manatees for the first time. She'd never been to see them? She'd never, she's lived in Florida for a year and a half and has never, she's just like hasn't seen them. Like they haven't been around while she has been. So we spent our time wandering around trying to find manatees and we couldn't find any out in the wild. So we went to the South Florida Museum and saw manatees. Nice. Oh, I'm sorry, everybody. I, I'm, so, I'm still tired from vacation. Um, yeah, and so it was super fun. Uh, the bad news is that um, Snooty died. Aww. Snooty, the so oldest sad. manatee in captivity, was in a was in the South Florida Museum, which is like ten minutes from my mom's house. Yeah, and I was gonna ask. I was like, "Oh, I'll ask if we can go see Snooty while I'm here." Yeah. And then, like the day I fly in, he died. Oh, um, the day after his birthday party. <laughs> so sad. They threw a whole birthday party, and like when I got there, there were still like tents up from his Aww, party. Oh, that's so sad. So now they're playing. So there's. Oh, I have photos. I haven't shown you. I have photos of. Um, when you're walking up to the door, they have like a, like a big, like blown up picture of him. Yeah. And people have like left. Is there a snooty memorial? There's a snooty memorial. Oh no. People are leaving heads of lettuce. Oh no. (laughs) Like heads of lettuce and flowers and like old pictures of like little kids with snooty and balloons and like. so cute. Heads of lettuce. lettuce. I probably would have cried. Oh, at the I did. I did. I was like, "There's this picture of me where I'm trying to smile, but I'm just like, Ooh. I just am like crying instead." Aww. Oh, I forgot to bring you when I got a postcard of Snooty for you. Oh, nice. I forgot. I, gra- I got like four. <laughs> I was like, "I'm gonna get a whole bunch of Snooty postcards and like frame one and put it somewhere." Um, oh, that's so. Funny. So that was super sad. So on the last day that morning, Mom and I went to the museum. They also had a planetarium. And we went and saw a show oh. by Neil deGrasse Tyson. Random. But cool. <laughs> he was talking about um, dark matter and yeah. dark energy in the universe and how that's what's actually holding the universe together. And I was like, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom was like, oh, that's how gravity works. And I was like, I know, right? Um, but it was great. We went to the beach. We went out and got ice cream every night. Nice. I learned how to drive a golf cart, so I'm ready for retirement. Good. I'm glad and you're prepared. I wore a one-piece swimsuit around my stepdad. Because <laughs> that's an important detail of vacation. Um, I listened to minimal Rush Limbaugh. I think I totally yeah. tuned it out. I didn't really hear any gotcha. words. Um, and then we... Um, Oh, we went on a motorcycle ride at sunset. Oh, cool. Um, it was really nice. I ate fresh fish tacos Whoa. on the beach. I love fish tacos. I just recently discovered that fish tacos are, in fact, yummy. Delicious. But they're way better in Florida. I bet. Because they catch them and kill them. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, vegans. But I'm sorry, everybody, for that. It's feel, okay. We'll go I have on. so many new. I have so many vegan friends lately that I've become very like conscious of yeah. the amount of animal products that I'm putting in my body, and now I'm like, oh, 
this is so weird. But I had that fish taco for so good. <laughs> they were huge. They were really big. Like, this fish taco was like, I nice. think I ate a whole Weirdly, fish. my favorite fish tacos are from a Mexican restaurant up where my parents live. Nice. It's so good. They put mango salsa on them. I really like local cantinas fish tacos. I haven't had Bakersfield's yet that I am aware of. Maybe we should just go eat a bunch of fish tacos. <laughs> I think that sounds great. Ever since getting excuse me, oh my god. Ever since I'm gonna need to do jumping jacks. Ever since we got back from Florida, I've been like craving fish tacos. Don't get Yabo's tacos, fish tacos. They're so gross. Aww. They just not sponsored just by Yabo's tacos. Apparently. We are not sponsored by Yabo's tacos. <laughs> All y'all out there who think that stuff's great have never had a good taco in your life. Like, I I do not understand people's obsession with this place. It's nasty. <laughs> <sighs> Their chips are boring. They're, they have, like, sticky queso. Their guacamole is subpar. There's, n- there's just nothing. Wow. <laughs> there's nothing happening. There's nothing about it that isn't, like, frozen or bought at GFS. I don't understand. They don't even get their stuff at Costco. <laughs> um yeah that's my feeling about yabos tacos <laughs> sorry yabos you are not gonna be sponsoring us anytime soon just, not after that there's dumb <laughs> um but yeah uh keep local business alive <laughs> eat somewhere else <laughs> um but yeah vacation was good i had 10 days off of work nice yeah it's been it's been really nice been really nice. It's been good, Wesley. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for the time off. I really needed it. As you can tell, I'm still yawning. <laughs> well, it didn't help that we watched your sick day movie today. I know. We watched my favorite movie to watch when I'm sick. Oh, we have a theme this month. Oh, yeah, we do. Do you want to tell them about the theme? Well, maybe we should introduce ourselves first. Oh, right. <laughs> Hi, you're listening to a podcast. My name's Katie. I'm Wesley. And this is Viewing Party. So we decided. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you so welcome. we decided to have a theme this month because it's Katie's birthday pretty soon. It's my birthday month. Yay. It's my birth month. It's August. It's time for me. <laughs> so it's Katie time. We thought we'd give you guys a few weeks without me, so you could miss me and then be Just like, be I'm like, back. In case you missed her, here's a whole bunch of Katie. <laughs> I'm with all Katie. <laughs> All the time. We're going to release an episode every day. No, we're not. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. You can follow us on Twitter for that. <laughs> so I don't have time for that. <laughs> You're like, no. Oh, no. <laughs> but we are going to do Katie's picks every for the rest of the month. So. We're watching some of my most favorite movies ever. So what did we watch today? You've got mail. Yay. You've got mail. Oh, wait. Shoot. I forgot to pull it up. <laughs> Oh no! You need Wait, to pull up everybody, the one that you used to have on your. Everybody, edit. Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll install it. Uh, 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 you know stop. I might leave this oh, in. God, uh, <laughs> um, no. Never mind. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I did it all wrong. I uh please edit all of this, Wesley. You've got male voice. Not you've got my voice. <laughs> you've no. got my voice. <laughs> I mean I know your grand dress up as Ursula, but <laughs> you've got, you've got my voice. 
Is it? Let me just. Hi, I'm Bill Wood Edwards, and 22 years ago, I recorded a very oh, yeah, this is the guy. phrase for AOL. Hey, Elwood, I just got an email. No, but you got mail. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so <laughs> anyway, back to this week, we watched <laughs> You've Got Mail. Yay. And I was saying, back in the day when I had AOL, I had Elijah Wood <laughs> as my AOL voice. Of course you did. So he would tell me, we, he would welcome me. How in. did he say it? It was the, welcome, you've got mail. And then he <laughs> would so say, um, goodbye. <laughs> and I was like, thank you, Elijah Wood. Sometimes I would log in and out. Just so you could hear him just talking. Just so I could just like have Elijah Wood <laughs> talking to me. Aww. Because I was quite young. We got, we beta tested the internet. Nice. That's what AOL was. <laughs> I, I'm under the impression that AOL was like the, America Online was like, let's beta test the internet to the public and see how it goes. And we'll adjust it from there. I remember when the Google came along. Do you remember Ask Jeeves? Because that's yeah. what we used like before Google. Yeah, I would ask Jeeves all the time. And then... I remember I was like 13 and I was living in Maryland. This one girl in youth group was, we were talking about something. She was like, I don't know, Google it. And I was like, what? She was like, Google it. And I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, no. And she was just like, Google. Do you know what Google is? I was like, no. She was like, you know when you get on AOL and there's like that little like bar of stuff and you can search on it? I was like, yeah, I just exit out of it. Like, I don't need that. I just type stuff in the, in the, <laughs> in in the, the bar URL on the bar. top. Yeah. yeah, in the bar on top. Because I... Because at that point, you didn't go to a website unless you knew what website you right. were going to. So I'd be like, mamamia.com or like pbs.org or right. whatever, like whatever, or like reliantkforum.com. <laughs> like, I don't know, reliantk.com slash forum. I don't know, whatever. I was, <laughs> it's check cool. your it's, cool. it's fine. It's cool. I was in a Reliant K forum. <laughs> Any of you who are listening, I was in fact, um, um, oh, what was my name? It was Reliant Katie. Of course it was. Because it was 13, probably. Yeah. And my screen name was RK Rocks My Shoes with a Z. Of course. Facts. Um, anyways. So AOL. <laughs> AOL was the bomb diggity. And great. they made all those noises. And no one could use the phone. And all that stuff we always know about. But, like, the Google was, like, brand new. And someone told me about it. And I remember Googling for the first time and just being like, what is this? And I, I don't know what I typed in. I was right. just like, I'm going to figure, I'm going to find new things on the AOL. <laughs> yep. Um, the internet was weird back then. Yeah, I had a lot of different screen names. I like kept changing them all the time. My siblings were jealous of me because <laughs> when we got AOL, our whole family had screen names, and it was like, call Bob, call Rob, call Hannah. And then apparently call Katie was taken or something, so I got to be like Katie T. Bear. And everyone's like, why don't I have a personalized name? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, because y'all ain't special. Oh, <laughs> so I was the... So, so do you remember, It's so funny, because back then, it was like, you can't use your real name. You have to use right. something so that no one knows who you are. And now it's right. like, if you don't use your real name, no one knows it's really you, and that's ridiculous. Right, and it's like, the complete how can you... opposite. Yeah, no, but even if you don't use your real name, the people will figure it out, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, sure. well, someone will hack you. Snowden knows. <laughs> <laughs> He'll find out. Or Julian Assange. 
he'll figure it out. I don't know. I just referenced people that <laughs> have something to do with the internet. Uh, Sounds Bill, good. Bill Gates knows. <laughs> I don't think he knows. The NRA. <laughs> you know they know. <laughs> Hillary. Crooked Hillary. She knows. <laughs> she does know her email. So. She does know a lot about email now. Um, oh, anyway. So, anyways, so we, so we watched You've Got Mail. <laughs> Do you have any fun stories about AOL? About back in the day? Mm, and those no. discs you'd have to get? Oh, so many discs. So many discs. I didn't understand them. Did you have to, like, download it was more the hours? Software. It was the software, I think, for AOL. Update. Yeah. I was always like, I don't really understand I remember saying things like, you have 800 hours free. And I was like, is this like a... Like a GoPhone or something? I'm paying for minutes. I'm not entirely sure how it works. I don't know. I just know that I got on. I just know we had it and I could go look at websites. I know that I emailed my cousin all the time. And that's pretty much. I do remember because when you had to like know a website to look it up. Mm -hmm. And so at some point my parents started just being like, well, this probably has a website. And they went to thewhitehouse.com and were like, "Uh, don't do that. Oh, <laughs> because ooh. the White House is at .gov. Yes, and other things are, are at .com. <laughs> the White House. <laughs> at least they were in 1998. Well, that's gonna sound bad. Talk to the cat. <laughs> you named all your cats. Tuluma Tildebane. Tuluma Tildebane. So yeah, get down. Go ahead, girl. Go ahead, get down. <laughs> Maybe I should train cats to respond to that. That would be funny. Get down, girl. Go ahead. Get down. <laughs> Maybe that's what I should spend my time doing. I'm dedicating clearly. my life. Clearly. You should. On the last podcast, I dedicated my life to being a, like, a social studies teacher. You did. This time, I'm going to potty train cats. <laughs> uh, with, uh. with. Uh, with my feminine wiles, I'm done. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work. So talk about why this is your sick day movie okay, and why so, you picked it for your birthday month. Okay, so this movie, uh, my mom introduced me to this movie, actually. Um, I don't know if I want to tell that story. <laughs> my mom to. introduced me to this movie when I was a kid. That's not a, that's a story that's totally fine to share. And then um, I like bought this movie for her back in middle school, and it was really cute. <laughs> That, like, I gave it to her and and stuff. And, but then I watched it all the time. <laughs> um, and so this movie... So in this movie, Meg Ryan has a cold in one scene. <laughs> yes. And I just thought she had, like, the best movie cold <laughs> ever. And so for whatever reason, this movie is so sweet. Mm-hmm. And just the right amount of tear-inducing. Yeah. But also, it makes me want to just, like, curl up and go to sleep, like, right now, mm-hmm. when I watch this movie. And so, for whatever reason, for, like, 15 years, I have been watching this movie every time I have a cold. Yeah. Because I just can curl up. I don't, I know it so well, I don't have to pay a yeah. whole lot of attention. And it's so, like, cozy and cute and, I like, I full can... of good 90s vibes. Just so much, <laughs> like, good vibrations. And... I don't know. I just watch this whenever I'm sick because it's cozy and I want to curl up and be cozy and sweet and cuddle. It's like a cuddly movie, Mm -hmm. I think. And it's Tom Hanks and it's Meg Ryan. They're the best. They're my favorite apple. They're so good. Um. So yeah, they're like, they're just. It's just perfect. The movie's perfect. 
I have zero things that are wrong with it, except <laughs> did we find like one editing hiccup or something? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've watched this movie so many times that if I had it any, might be tiny things. That if I but had it's any, not worth it. Like <laughs> oh, the one thing that I pointed out, I was like, hold. So in the scene where the staff of the shop around the corner are like, oh, there's a Fox Books next door, and I'm like, you would have known this was going in way <laughs> before they put that sign on the street, y'all. Yeah. Like they would have been written up in the paper. Yeah, you would know. You would know. But these days, but then I'm like, but that was like 20 years ago. Like, yeah, would they really have known? Because <laughs> I'm like, well, of course you'd know. There'd be a Columbus Underground article <laughs> about it months beforehand about like there's a rumor. But now I'm like, I don't know. How would you figure that out without Twitter? I don't know. I don't know. It was probably in the paper, but I'm sure they would have figured it out. So I that wasn't was like, reading the paper in the 90s, so I don't know how that was going. I was reading the comics. Yeah. And then I would take that, like, clothing ads out, and I would circle all the things that I wanted and then give them back to my parents. <laughs> I don't think I ever got a single thing out of that. But I was like, just in case y'all are wondering what I want, yeah, my needs are circled. <laughs> I remember we were kids, and, like, at Christmas, you'd always get the, like, big catalog from yeah. wherever. And my parents would want us to, like, circle things to, like to make our Christmas list. My sister would circle, like, every single thing in the book, and they'd be like, that's not helpful. <laughs> you like, can't that doesn't... want everything. No, but I can, Wesley. <laughs> I can want everything, and I do. Um, yeah, I still, I did that just recently with my, like, I was making a product order for work, and I was just circling things, and I was like, I'm back at it. <laughs> I'm back at it. We're back. Um. So, yeah, so I love this movie. What other questions did you have for me? Why you picked it, but mostly it's because you love it. I, I, I love it. I love this movie. I love this movie because it's sweet and funny and charming. And also because this movie was very, very much ahead of its time. Yeah. Like, nobody was doing online dating. We were barely, yeah. we were barely online. Yeah. Like, we were only online for, we were like several years into it. But it wasn't... Like, online dating wasn't a thing yet. It was still a thing that you were kind of ashamed by. Or, like, or it didn't really happen... Well, cyber sex, I guess. But, like... (laughs) But it didn't... To my understanding, it didn't really happen. It wasn't... It wasn't the I don't think there were dating sites. Probably not. I don't think that those were You would have done, like, they did. Gone to a chat room. Yeah, you'd meet in a chat room or you'd meet in a forum or something. Like, you'd find a common interest space... And that is how you like me. I had I had friends from the internet. Our friend Victoria, one of her best friends, Katie, lives in California, and they met because they both ran fan sites for like plus one. Yeah. Did you know this story? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, but that's like an internet friendship that now like we're all friends with her online. Yeah. Like I've never met this woman, but I feel super attached and connected to her yeah <laughs> like we so know each other that works now we know each other's life stories like yeah. we've known of each other for 10 years and have never actually <laughs> met but i feel like like if she ever came to town it'd be like stay in my place i have like i'll find room like you can have my bed like but it's so occasionally those kind of like yeah. actual internet friendships can occur um but i had friends that were just friends online way back in the day i don't speak to any of them anymore because i don't have aol <laughs> Sometimes I think about downloading Instant Messenger and just seeing what happens. You could try. Like, I'm sure my password is same I know wise. the last time <laughs> I logged into my AOL email, 
there was a like welcome back it's been so long <laughs> basically it's like it's been forever it had been so long that they welcomed me back to welcome well Elijah like, Wood has made a special appearance just for you <laughs> wow it has been a long time since I've checked this I think I finally deactivated when I worked my in high school account <laughs> when I worked in retail I would see I would have to like capture everyone's email address and I'm so yawning. And um, I get a, like, I see way more AOL addresses than I ever thought I would. And I was just like, how do I not be rude and be like, why are you still using AOL? Like, you're My dumb. My mom was until, like, a few years ago. Like, are you paying like, for that? No, it's not a paid thing anymore. Okay, good. Because that would have been ridiculous. No. Um, it's funny how that changes. Like, for a long time, like, if you had anything other than AOL... As your email, like, mm-hmm. it was weird. Yeah. But now, if you have anything other than Gmail, people are like, hmm, what? what are you doing? Why do you have a Hotmail account? Like, <laughs> Hotmail. I have a question. MSN? <laughs> I have a question for you. You've seen the original The Shop Around the Corner, right? Yeah. So there's two older versions of this movie. Cool. How did they meet? They met through a, like, pen pal service in the original. So oh, okay. there's a play is where it originally started. Mm. Someone bought the rights to the play and made a movie in 1940 with Jimmy Stewart. And I think it's set in Russia or something. Tolstoy. I forget exactly where because we, we watched a clip of it and they talk about Tolstoy and Dostoevsky and stuff. Right. And in the whole time the, it's snowing in the movie and they're wearing like those big like fur caps and stuff. Because it's winter. But it's um, winter in Russia. And so that movie is really sweet, but yeah, they meet by and they write letters. And okay. so it's about like seeing they'll read things about like being in your like going to my mailbox and so excited to hear from you. And I love writing letters. Things. Um Did you ever have a pen pal? Through school like in third or fourth grade, I think, we had like pen pals, but I had, I guess. I've had at least three pen pals in my life. Yeah? Yeah. I still have four. So you wrote letters to a boy in the Air Force. Remember (laughs) the Channing Tatum one? Yeah. Yeah. So like four. I still have a shoebox full of all of the letters that I've received. I, we, like our school partnered with like a school in California or somewhere. And we're pen pals with someone. And they they matched me with a boy named Wesley because they didn't, they couldn't tell if I was a boy or a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had a pen pal named Wesley, and he oh, was really man. into surfing. And I was like, "Well, that's cool." Uh, um, I took the board out and I caught some sweet waves. What is? <laughs> what, what, what is, is my that? accent? What is <laughs> <laughs> I went like a different direction. I don't know west. where you were going. I went like. Not far enough west. I, I like didn't quite make it. <laughs> I took the board out. And I'm done. I'm so done. I'm so sorry. Uh, my boyfriend's from California and I just sound like a jerk. Uh, it's fine. Uh, he doesn't sound like that at all. Uh, Every once in a while he does. Oh, I think no. it's cute. That's funny. He doesn't know. <laughs> I won't tell. I don't think he's going to listen to this to find out either. But yeah, every once in a while I'm just like, are you... You have a little, just like the tiniest <laughs> little twinge of California. Nice. And I'm like, what? what is that long vowel you're saying? <laughs> it's really cute. <laughs> um, another pen pal I had was 
um, in high school, a girl moved into our school who was, her family was from India, and they had come and were, for some reason, in Belleville. I'm not sure why. But she was really cool, and then her family moved back to India a few years later, and we stayed in touch for a while. I think we're still Facebook friends. She, like, messaged me once a couple years ago, but we were, like, on completely opposite timeline, like, oh, yeah. time right zones. But I think hmm. I still have letters from her. Yeah, I am. Um, here's a fun scandal story about AOL. Oh. There's a, a boy that I met in, like, the Reliant K forum. And he, I think at one point he like asked if I would be his girlfriend or something through instant messenger. Weird. And I, and my mom walked over and was like, what are you doing? And I was like covering up the screen. We were like, nothing. I was like full angst mode. And I was like, mom, no, it's private. And she was like, nothing's private. You're a child. And I was like, ah. You're 14 on the internet. Totally freaking out. Like, what, what? Like, the internet hasn't even been around for that long. Uh, and I'm, like, trying to, like, hide. Like, my hand is, like, over the screen. Like, don't look. <laughs> There's this whole thing. I remember back in the day, did you ever, like, I would print off conversations. Yes. Oh, I'm sure I still have okay, some somewhere. Okay, I'm so glad other human beings did this. Yeah. Because, like, you couldn't save them. No. So you had so to, you like, had copy and paste them. Yeah. And, like, print them so you could, like, see them and, like, I'm, I'm pour sure over them thousands of somewhere times. Somewhere I, like, copied and pasted and saved it and, like, had yeah. it on a floppy disk at my parents' house. There were a few, <laughs> I'm positive. And I'd save stuff that, like, I was either, like, I need to, like, look at this again and, like, decode it. Or there was stuff that <laughs> right. my cousin and I would send to each other about movies we were going to make. And I'd be yeah. like, I had to remember these ideas. Oh, and, like, it's, like, or, like, a lot of it was, like, stuff from boys that was, like, I saved some stuff. From in high school, I was, like, instant messaging with my, like, best friend Austin, and they saved some, like, really fun, like, friend stuff. Yeah. I don't know where any of it is. I'm sure it's in that shoebox I yeah. never opened, but it I, comes with me to every apartment. I just tweeted about this. You may have seen it, but I was flipping through. So I have my high school Bible that yes! I, like, carried everywhere and had in youth group and all of that. Dude. And I it, wrote some emo stuff in oh, my Bible. Oh, my gosh. So, like, I would tuck stuff into it, kind of, mm-hmm. like, stuff that was important to me or whatever. And so this, it started falling apart. So I made a cover for it using a cereal box because it was the right size for the book to fit in and covered it with duct tape and made a duct tape cover for my Bible and then drew all over it because 2006. Wesley, (laughs) I duct taped my Bible just like on the cover itself. And then I had, like, a needle and thread, like, through the pages and, like, made designs on it. Oh, my gosh. I'll have to show I you. I still have it. So <laughs> I'm telling you this because it's a study Bible. And I had it out the other day because I was writing something. And I found between one of the pages a poem that I had written oh. in high school. Oh. Posted on my blog. Oh, yes. And then printed out and saved for safekeeping. Oh. <laughs> it is so embarrassing and, and the terrible. the poem so bad? Oh, it's so awful. <laughs> Dude, I found, I still have a poem that I entered into like a writing competition. Oh, I'm sure. I, I have so many. And I think it's something about like maybe a, a mirror or something. Oh, probably. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, girl. It's like, it's <laughs> oh, real. Oh, I found it. I was like, no, this, I have to, I want to tell everyone, but I don't want them to see it. Like, <laughs> no, why? Because it's so bad. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Man, <laughs> AOL was the best. It was the best. Oh, yeah. It was so much simpler. 
I didn't have all these websites and like thousands of blogs. I was like, I got to read that. Like I literally opened up four different articles today and different tabs to be like, well, go back to that later. Yeah. Like when you have time to read all this. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like junk stuff that I was like, well, this might be interesting. That some jerk on Reddit was like, here, here's this. And I was like, well, I'll read it. Whatever. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll be, it'll be new. I wanted a new perspective. So I went to Reddit. I'm so dumb. (laughs) Maybe I'll never, maybe I should just exit out of them right now. (laughs) I never get a new perspective. Oh no. Um, so back to the movie, I guess. So the internet's great. Now that we've been talking about the internet. it's ridiculous. How long has this been? That's been a half hour. (laughs) Lord almighty, Wesley. We're the best podcasters. I know. So you've got mail. (laughs) Who hasn't seen it? Raise your hands. Okay, okay so thank ever- you, hands down. <laughs> thank you, hands down. Okay, so basic plot. Can we do a basic plot? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so basic plot is Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan are perfect. The end. So Tom Hanks <laughs> is like he just, That's just going to be the movie description. <laughs> They're it's perfect. just perfect. The end. the end. So Tom Hanks. Okay, so first Meg Ryan because she's the most important. So Meg Ryan is perfect. And perfect and on top of all that perfection she owns a little bookstore called the shop around the corner and she inherited it from her mom yeah which is a nod to the original movie yes oh so cute so cute okay so she owns this bookstore in like the west side of new york whatever that means i don't know she's on their west siders who knows what i don't know so she owns this bookstore and she's owned it for a long time and she's perfectly happy and this and that and she's dating greg kinnear (laughs) Which, Which is my dream. <laughs> I love Greg Kinnear. <laughs> so Greg Kinnear gets, well, hold on. Let me just say, Greg Kinnear doesn't get any Channing Tatum's. Channing Tatum gets like 12 Greg Kinnear's. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I see how this works. Yeah. Greg Kinnear is the ultimate boyfriend for me. <laughs> like he's just <laughs> boyfriend so material. Who is multiple, through and through. His multiple typewriters. Every iteration of Greg Kinnear, I'm like, I just, I just want to date you. I just want to cuddle up to you at night and be like, tell me about your brains. <laughs> what are they thinking? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> so cute. So, um, so, yeah, so she owns a little bookstore, and she's made new friends online. She's on AOL, and her screen name is Shop Girl, and she's made new friends with someone named, like, NY152. And they've been chatting and becoming friends and mm-hmm. just, like, talking about New York in the fall, and they met in a chat room, and yeah. now they're just emailing and, you know, having a nice time. Like, they're, she's got a new pen pal. Yeah. So, Tom Hanks is the um, co-owner and inherit- yeah is that a word inherent tea yeah yeah whatever whatever like in the partial ownership with his father and grandfather of fox books it's like a giant chain bookstore it's like barnes and noble or it's basically barnes and noble they have coffee shops and big yeah they've got like coffee shops and wi-fi well not then but they would cappuccinos (laughs) which i guess in the 90s cappuccinos were like a hot commodity apparently with a new fancy thing like everybody had turtlenecks and cappuccinos (laughs) and and, like chino plat like and wi-fi was that a thing no it was not a thing cool so nobody had their laptops with them all the time um so he's Basically, we'll just refer to him as the owner of Fox Books. Yeah. And it's this big bookstore, and they're putting it in, like, a block or two away from this tiny little bookstore. And it's going to run her out of business. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he's, like, in direct competition 
Little do Little either of know. them know that he, that Tom Hanks' character is NY152, and he doesn't know that he's talking to Kathleen Kelly McRyan, who is the owner of the little shop in the corner. Yeah, who is shop girl. Yes, who is shop girl. So they've been making friends online, but they don't know that they, in real life. And in real life, they hate each other. And in real life, they hate each other simply because they're in, like, big competition with yeah. each other. And so um, they meet one-on-one in her bookstore one day when he's, like, taking some kids out to play for the day. And they get along really nicely, but he's totally freaking out, like, trying to make sure that the kids don't let like, on let like, it who slip he that is. They're, like, we're yeah. Fox Fox. <laughs> we look like spies. <laughs> uh, Basically. We're private investigators. I'm six. <laughs> and <laughs> good thing it wasn't the fish. And so. <laughs> uh, so Katie was quoting, like, every other line oh, along with this movie. I know every line in this movie somehow like because I guess it's them, wonderful because it's perfect so they meet and then meet again at a party and are like oh shoot you're you you're mm-hmm. my competition and they get like really mean and nasty to each other and then they like hate each other mm-hmm. um so they're in competition and trying to like run each other out of business and this and that um uh, so and yeah. meanwhile, they're like meanwhile chatting internet online. Selves. Yeah, they're like kind of falling in love, and yeah. they're like maybe we should meet up. Like maybe we should meet each other. That yeah. might be nice. Um. So, did he put her out of business before he met her? No, no not quite. They were still yet. in their like big like media war with each other. Yeah. So they decide one night, NY152 and Shop Girl are like, we're gonna meet, and so they decide to meet up at a coffee shop and. Tom Hanks' character is there with Dave Chappelle. His BFF Dave His Chappelle. BFF Dave Chappelle. Who is like neat. underplayed. So underplayed in this movie. Oh, he's like he's great. He's so great. He could have been. I w- he kind of felt like the way they use like LeBron in, yes, in train wreck. In train wreck. And like I just want more of that character. I just want more Le- I've never said this in my life, but I wanted more LeBron James. <laughs> I know. And that's something that I'm like. He I'm was not so proud great of in that movie, And Trainwreck, he was so wonderful. So, yeah, Dave Chappelle is kind of like LeBron James <laughs> in Trainwreck for all of you millennials. <laughs> uh, um, so. You don't know what those dial-up noises were. People younger than us. I wish that's what it sounded like. That was way better. Mine was much nicer. <laughs> Anyways, so, so they're going to meet up at a coffee shop in... He sends Dave Chappelle in basically like to, to go like look scout her out yeah. to like figure out like is she pretty. He says this is the most. I think he says like this is the like most charming woman I've ever yeah. interacted with my entire life. And if she's as attractive as a mailbox, <laughs> I'd be an idiot to not turn my life upside down and marry her. Yeah. So he sends Which Dave Chappelle amazing. in to figure out like okay like what on earth does she look like. Um, and he's like, uh, it's Kathleen Kelly, dude. Like, it's your arch ne- nemesis. That's who that is. So he goes in and he talks to her and they talk to each other and they're horrible. But he doesn't, re- yes, like, he, he doesn't reveal that he's NYC 152. Yes. No, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't say that at all. She just thinks, like, she's been stood up. And that this jerk she hates is crashing her date right now. Yes. So it's <laughs> tragic. Ugh, that whole scene is tragic. And she finally gets the courage to say... 
like mean things that she's always wanted to say to like mm-hmm. pull out her zingers and she yeah. finally like has the courage to do it and yeah. then she's like well now I feel terrible yeah just like he said he would yeah um, and I made you watch the clip from yeah. the shopper on the corner because oh, some of it is like direct spot quotes. on exactly like from this nineteen forty combination movie. of poetry and meanness yes and like yes, and that no. is straight <laughs> from the original movie and I was just like I love the way they captured that same mm-hmm. feel. Yeah, it was great. It was really good. Um, so yeah, so then eventually the shop around the corner has to close because he's run out of business and they just can't survive with a giant like super bookstore nearby. Mm-hmm. And throughout this whole process, like she Meg Ryan breaks up with Greg Kinnear, which is the cutest breakup ever, where they're both like, I don't I don't love you. Like, oh, I don't love you either. <laughs> and it's like, oh. oh, my God, that's so great. Like, I respect you so much. <laughs> like, you're so wonderful. We totally make sense together. I don't love you. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't. And yeah. he, like, is, like, so cute and is with the, like, news anchor that he was flirting <laughs> with, the reporter. It's so cute. Um, so they break up and then Tom Hanks and his girlfriend break up. And yeah. he has yeah. this conversation with his dad and his grandfather. Yeah. Because his grandfather gets a divorce, or his dad gets a divorce. Yeah, he decides not to marry Jillian. Jillian. Because she's getting her eggs harvested. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jillian. Um, Oh, she she ran away with the nanny. Yes. Jillian ran away with the nanny. After studying, what was it? After studying interior decorating at Caesar's Palace. At Caesar's Palace. There's so many lines. There's so many lines in this movie that you're like, what in the world? (laughs) What is happening? Um, It's so good. They're so charming and witty. So... Okay, everything's good. Yeah. So he has. So Tom Hanks has this conversation. They're both like living on their boats. Yeah. They've like moved <laughs> so out of their All girlfriend's three of houses. The, like, boats are lined up. Yeah. And they have the same name, but like yeah. one, two, three like for Fox each of them. One, two, three. <laughs> so and on down, and so um, so Fox two, <laughs> Tom Hanks' dad. He's moving into his boat, and like Tom Hanks is moving into his boat because like <laughs> that's where I'm gonna live until I figure out where I'm gonna live. Yeah. Um. Because I think that's actually kind of a sweet thing to do is to be like, you can have the apartment. Like, yeah, I don't like, need to fight okay. it. Well, I don't hate yeah. you. I just don't want to be nice. here. So, and I have somewhere to go. So, like, they're not going to make the woman homeless. They're just like, okay, I'll go live on my boat and figure it out. Yeah. Which is so weird and cute. <laughs> Very um, rich guy. How did 90s. you get internet on the boat? He had I, internet on his boat. I don't know how these things work. As long as you have a phone line. Wesley, know. you need to tell me how this works. I don't know. Ah, you're the expert. I didn't do 90s IT. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> the IT crowd probably did. We should we should consult Chris O'Dowd next time. Yes. We're gonna pull in an expert. I could call my I could call my friend Billy. He was in IT. That's okay. We don't need to know that badly. Billy, tell me how you get internet on a boat in '98. <laughs> There's a lot of things that you just like. Just go with it. Uh, don't worry about it. So, how <laughs> did you get internet on a boat in 1998? Billy, that's a very help. specific question. <laughs> Anyway, so he's on this boat and has this revelation. He's on a boat and it's staying still and it's my birthday. So anyway, so he's on a boat and they have this conversation about um, like meeting a new person. Yeah. Like how do you meet a new, like meeting a new person and what's that going to be like? And Tom Hanks says something like, 
something about meeting the one person. He's like, oh, it's, well, his dad is like, oh, that's the easy part. He's like, oh, it's so easy to find the person that, like, fills your, fills heart, your heart with, with joy. joy. <laughs> and he says it real sarcastically. And his dad says, um, well, have you ever met anyone who matches that description? And Tom Hanks is like, wait a second. <laughs> and he, like, pauses. And then the next scene, he's like, bringing flowers to Meg Ryan. I know. <laughs> so cute. So cute. then he spends the rest, like, they spend the rest of the movie, he, like... Keeps bumping into her Bumping into her and, like, trying to be, like, he admits, he's like, look, like, I put you out of business, so you have every reason to hate me. Um, like, I totally understand. Let, like, don't say anything you're going to regret. And they become, he slowly, like, works their way into having a nice friendship. Yeah. Um, so IRL, <laughs> they become friends at the same time that online they're becoming friends. Yeah. And the whole time he's, like, planting these things in the conversation. Yeah. He calls her honey and she, like, doesn't, like, pick up on it. Yeah. But, like, like, he'll ask about, like, the guy she's talking to online, like, knowing what the answers are going to be. Yeah. And, like, figuring out, like, what does she think? What does she feel? Like, she's priming her. Because he realizes, like, yeah, this is absolutely the person that I would be stupid not to turn my life upside down yeah. and marry her. Like, yeah. I would be an idiot if I didn't go for this. Yeah. And so they become good friends, and at the same time online, they're, like, still becoming good friends and decide to meet again. So, I mean, long story short, he, like, he says, he says, um, if I hadn't been Fox Books and if you hadn't been the shop around the corner, mm-hmm. I would have asked you for your number. And yeah. I couldn't have waited 24 hours before calling you up and asking you if you want to get coffee or drink or <laughs> dinner or a movie for as long as we both shall live. <laughs> and it's, oh, God. And she's like, time. and she's like, just like, oh, my God, I need to go. Like, I have to go meet this guy from the Internet. I have to go meet NY152. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have to go. And so he, they, like, pick a time and a place to meet NY152 and Shop Girl and... Mm. like they know they're gonna meet in the park with his dog mm. and it like she's there and he shows up and it's him and it's Tom Hanks and oh, it's Tom Hanks so and Meg Ryan and he's like don't cry shop girl and she's like I wanted to treat you so badly and then they kiss and then the dog is barking and then <laughs> they live happily ever after yep. and I'm so happy <laughs> I love this movie so much it's such a great movie I love it this movie is perfect it's perfect it's a perfect little love story. It's, it's pretty perfect. adorable. It also has our favorite sidekick. Steve Zahn! <laughs> this is my introduction to Steve Zahn. I don't Zahn. know why we love him so much, but like we he's, have an ongoing joke about how great he is. He's so good. Well, I mean, Channing Tatum started off as a joke, too, and now it's like I guess. messed up. Yeah. Like, Steve Zahn is best sidekick Ever. Yeah, I love him. He's just, he's the best. I want him to be the lead in things more. Yeah. And I want him to take the lead in our relationship. <laughs> and I want to figure out where it's going. <laughs> I feel a little lost and a little confused. And I just wish he'd give me some direction. I'm really, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going with the flow right now. And so, <laughs> and he's perfect. So, yeah. So that's the basic yeah. premise of the story for all y'all who haven't heard it. Oh I don't gosh, know who you are, so, but I, whatever. Who are you, people? <laughs> Spoiler alert. That's the movie. It's so good. Oh, my God. It's This whole movie is filled 
with like tiny we kept moments. saying like oh this is my favorite part oh, oh i love this like, part oh this is my favorite this is my favorite oh this, this i love this, love this. Scene. <laughs> oh, I lo- and it was the entire like movie. the whole movie you're like oh god this is my favorite oh birdie's the best oh i love the way he backspaces i do love like, the way he backspaces. go to the mattresses <laughs> like the whole stinking the whole movie. like little carnival montage oh my god just so charming i like the scene in the elevator where they break up. Yeah. I love the scene where they're in the theater and he says, people do stupid things in foreign countries. They buy leather jackets for much more than they're worth, but they don't fall in love with fascist dictators. Like, the whole movie is just these perfect little, like, one lines from every person, but no character. Yeah. (laughs) He ran Spain. That was his job. Like, there's no part in the movie, uh, though, where you're like, boy, these characters feel really fake. Like, no. how they can be so witty doesn't feel yeah. like they're trying too hard. It's <laughs> written perfectly. remember thought Frank was the Unabomber? That was different. <laughs> like, that was different. <laughs> like, it's so funny. I, I, I just love Nora Ephron for that oh reason. Ephron, Ephron, whatever it is. Nora Ephron, Zach Ephron's. I better half. I don't think we can compare those two <laughs> at all. Zach Efron's abs. <laughs> no. Are, are Channing Tatum. They get a whole cha- it's kind of. So back to Nora. Nora's way better. <laughs> I love her stuff so much. And like the, the three like big movies of hers. I've seen this, two out of three. Sleepless in Seattle and When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. Guess what? All Meg Ryan. Oh, Meg, all day. And they're all wonderful. And they all have these similar, like, adult relationships, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, Team Meg. They have, they're very kind of city-based. Like, you get to see Are they a all lot. In, well, not in, well, sleep, sleep, there's, in Seattle. There's Seattle. That it's one's New in York Seattle and, and Chicago. Was it in Chicago? Okay, and then cool. they are in New York for some of it. Oh, because they meet at the town. Ta- yeah. Big. And then in... And when I met Sally, they end up in New York for most of it. What do they all do for a living? They can fly around the country. Well, that one, they all just live there. In Sleepless in Seattle, she's a journalist and flies out to do a story. Quote oh, got it. On the, yep, got yeah. it. But so they're all kind of city-based. They all have like these really interesting, like, let's talk while in bed scenes, which mm-hmm. are, like, really charming and very true to life. That's where life happens, is in bed. That's where cozy happens. Mm-hmm. I had this conversation with someone um, earlier today <laughs> about um, we just he said something like comfort's a son of a gun, man. Like <laughs> we we're talking about like staying in your comfort zone and yeah. how you, like if you make choices out of what's comfortable instead of what's right or what's going to move you forward. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I mean, even just staying in bed in the morning, he was like. <laughs> I have never equated those two. And I was like, you never equated the comfort of like just general life with like the analogy of I don't want to get out of this blanket because that's all I think about every morning. I'm like, but right here's real good. I don't want to make a new choice. I want to, I I like this right here, which is the same as saying, I don't want to change or do anything new or have any new experiences because this is nice. Anyways, that was great. So life happens in bed, Wesley. Babies are made. People die. Breakfast in bed. Sometimes you change the sheets and that's a new choice. (laughs) Hold on, I got more. I'm going to come up with more. I know. Sometimes you find a horse head under the covers. (laughs) Bedtime. (laughs) (laughs) You won't die, sucker. What is it with men and the godfather? (laughs) What is it with men and the godfather? (laughs) Sometimes 
babies are born in bed too. Babies were born True. in beds. Um, it's still marriage, are. Marriages are consummated. Marriages are destroyed. <laughs> you do have a lot of these. Homework is done in bed. <laughs> that simple. Naps. <laughs> Laying awake at night, pondering the intricacies of the universe. True. That happens in bed. You count sheep sometimes. Farming. <laughs> <laughs> Farming. Shepherding. Shepherding occurs. <laughs> <laughs> didn't uh, didn't somebody give away their birthright from a deathbed? Yep, that was in the Bible. That's biblical. <laughs> you know what? Go to the mattresses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. Back. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. But I was feeling like. Remember when we had the conversation about our dads and we watched The Godfather yeah. and I was like, I'm pretty sure my dad's context for The Godfather is the quotes in You've Got Mail. <laughs> you got mail. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that is the extent to which he knows The Godfather. That, I've watched The Godfather and this is still the best <laughs> reference I have to The Godfather is go to the mattresses, leave the gun, take, take the, the cannoli. cannoli. Or is it, yeah, yeah that's it, leave the gun, leave take, the gun the take the cannoli. Which I don't know who says that or why. I don't why. know either, but I don't I'm remember with that. Like, I'm all for that. Which is great because my boyfriend would have the opposite. Like, no, take the gun. I'm like, no, leave the gun, take the cannoli. <laughs> you're going like, to say that to him at some point. He's going to be like, like you know the Godfather. Like, oh, and you're I like, need my gun. And yeah. I'm like, leave. we're going to go shooting in like a shooting range. I'm like, leave the gun, take the cannoli. <laughs> And then maybe someone, maybe I'll impress a dude in the room. He's like, oh, she quoted the Godfather. I'm like, I quoted You've Got Mail. (laughs) Don't get it confused. (laughs) But Tom Hanks said it. But Tom Hanks, I thought Tom Hanks said that to Meg Ryan. Um, Go to the match of Tom Hanks, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday. (laughs) And like just the facial expressions that he was doing. I don't know who you were with. Anyway, something else we were talking about during the movie is who would be the modern equivalent yeah. of Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Tom Hanks has a son who's a rapper. Oh, I know he has a son who's an actor. I didn't know he had a son who's a rapper. I could be lying. Because <laughs> I know don't, Colin don't Hanks ask does me. lots of cool things. Oh, yeah. Co- yeah, Colin. Wait, is that his brother? That's his son. Wait. Did I say brother? His brother was in... Dexter for one season, for season uh, six. For I season know his six. son does lots of cool things, and I've heard them both interviewed. Oh, cool. Um, well, I don't know, man. It might be somebody else's was son. On, I'm going to look it up. I feel like he was on a show for a little while. I'm the captain now. Because <laughs> um, he's really funny. So the ideas that I came up with for modern equivalents were, for a hot second, it was... Well, we said John Cusack took over after Tom Hanks. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And then I don't know who was there. It was kind of a... Oh, you know what? Anne Hathaway was America's sweetheart for a bit. Mm -hmm. She really was. And then it became like Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper Mm -hmm. have been in several movies together, and they're Mm -hmm. all really good. They're not all this type of movie, but they play opposite each other really nicely. And then I said that it seems like it's like Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. Yeah. Are kind of the after La La Land, after Crazy Stupid Love and La La Land. Did they, they, did they, they hit anything else together? Gangster Squad. Gangster Squad. Um I think it was those three. So none of them are well, La La Land is particularly cute. And yeah. so is Crazy Stupid Love. 
Yeah. They were the best part of that whole movie, man. I know. It was like their relationship. There's like, you look stuff. photoshopped. <laughs> I know. I love that part. She's like, this can't be real. <laughs> and he's just like, uh. He's like, I don't know. I was I was baby driver. <laughs> he did that driving movie. Drive. Yeah. He did the drive movie <laughs> before the drive baby driver. Movie. Yeah. It's good. It's all good. Um, um, yeah. But yeah. So after La La Land, it was kind of like, well, this is kind of where they sit right now. Yeah. But Emma Stone has really sort of landed herself as, like, America's sweetheart with yeah. some controversy. Yeah. With the Hawaiian movie. What was it? I don't know. The one with George like Clooney. Like, Aloha, Something I think like is that. what it was called. I don't remember. I didn't see it. Wait, George Clooney was in that one? Wasn't he in that one? He was in Up in the Air, which was sort of Hawaii. Maybe I'm... I'm... Oh, also, Anna Kendrick has landed yeah. herself within uh, that title as well. I'm looking up. Who am I looking up? George Clooney? No. Is that who you're looking at? Ryan Gosling. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Um, so I feel like those have kind those people have kind of I feel like Ryan Reynolds has like moved around the sweetheart zone. Yeah. Oh, that one was her and Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Oh, there yeah, was yeah. a lot of people in this movie. Rachel McAdams, Alec Baldwin, Bill Murray, John Krasinski, well, here's Danny the, McBride. Here's the interesting thing. No actor, I don't think, is genuinely interested in being um, America's Sweetheart. I don't think so. Because... You get so typecast. You get super typecast, and um, the anti-hero is, like, the big, like, thing in writing right now. For mm-hmm. cinematic writing, like, it's all about the anti-hero. Yeah. And it's all about... Like, ensuring that characters have a lot of dimension and that mm-hmm. there's several sides to them and that there is no, like, pure good and evil going yeah. on. I wish you had seen The Big Sick. I mentioned that. I haven't seen it I'm sad that you haven't yet because it would be perfect to talk about with this because it's, like, a very modern rom-com mm-hmm. in the sense that, like, it's not as, like, these kind of movies are pretty squeaky clean for the most part. Yeah. And, like, it's a little farther than that. Like, it's still pretty, like, harmless. But um, you get to see, like, Kumail Nanjiani take over as, mm-hmm. like, the Tom Hanks kind of guy. And, like, even outside of the movie, like, he's just a guy who loves rom-coms. Yeah. And, like, genuinely wanted to be Hugh Grant when he was oh. younger. And, like, they make a joke about that in the movie, about, like, how, like, in high school he had that Hugh Grant haircut and wanted to be Hugh Grant. Oh, my god! But, like, so... It's interesting to see like what the new like yeah what the what new rom com like. looks like and it is very much like what a new rom com looks like good like it's charming but it also is like it has depth without having the like I'm an anti hero I have feelings right like, <laughs> I I'm a, actually a bad guy underneath yeah like, okay, like you thanks. see like the good and bad sides of everybody yeah and it was it was a really good movie and I was very surprised. How great uh, Ray Romano is in that movie. Mm, I miss Ray Romano. I really liked Everybody Loves Raymond. He's really good in this movie. He's not like obnoxiously Ray Romano. (laughs) (laughs) Mom! (laughs) But like he and Holly Hunter have like the cutest, like most interesting like relationship as her parents in that movie. Good. I'm really excited to see it. I wanted to go see it. And of course, my boyfriend was like, "Yeah, I've lived that. I don't really mm-hmm. want to watch it." I totally get that. And I'm yeah, like, "A lot of people." But maybe we should watch it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> you should definitely see it. It's really good. I might go see it. I'm going. I mean, I'm going to see this movie. Yeah, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but 
it's interesting to compare like 90s rom-coms when it was like the height of rom-com. Can you tell us why it's called The Big Sick? Because she gets really sick and is in the hospital for most of the movie. Oh, okay. That's it. Okay, yeah. got it. Got it. I was like, is there like some hidden reason? No. It's or is just it as clear as she, I think it is? Yeah, it's because of she's in the hospital. It looks really amazing. It's good. Um, a lot. So yeah, the new rom-com is... It's been an interesting transition from 20 years ago. This super squeaky clean. It's very plaid. Very plaid, yeah. <laughs> it's the plaidiest. <laughs> so plaid. It's and like perfect. And then it's, you know, and it moved into um, a little more risque stuff for a while. Yeah, I think after, after this, you got into like 90s, the like 2000, 90s, the early 2000s, 2000s like stuff. teen romance. There's so, so much, like, like t- romance kind of moved into the teens instead of, like, adult romance. Right. Or if it was adult, it was, like, R. Yeah. Or it was, like, oh, I'm trying to think of, I, I don't even remember what those movies even are. But, I mean, there was, like, it wasn't long after this. It was, like, maybe two or three years later that we had, like, The Princess Diaries happened. Mm-hmm. And we had. We started getting all those, like. Dance romance movies with Step Up, Julia Stiles in them. Yeah, Julius. Oh yeah, um, uh, Save the Last Dance happened. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of stuff that you know is classic for us, but I mean, it's just like young, yeah, like very young adult to like very old teenager. Yeah, what? <laughs> that that you, sense. you old teenager. Okay. So I found the ranking of 2000s rom-coms, and I know why we forgot about them. Oh, why is that? <laughs> because it was the McConaughey. Oh, the McConaughey! <laughs> I totally forgot! And so most of these movies are Matthew McConaughey. Oh, no. Um, plenty of... Uh, oh, no. Uh, multiple ones with Sandra Bullock. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And um, a couple with Katherine Heigl. Oh yeah, yeah. she was she, she was crowning, like... crowning. She was crowning. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god, she was reigning queen for like yeah maybe three years. <laughs> yeah, between um, twenty seven dresses and uh, knocked up. Yeah, between that one. <laughs> There was another one where she like be- was like a godparent and then became a parent because somebody died or something. I don't remember, and, like, but yeah, there cute. was a bunch with her in them for a while. But it was like I think life as it is is what that might have been called. Life as we know it, I think is maybe. what that was called. I didn't see it. They were cute, but my stepmom loved Catherine Heigl for a minute. There was a lot of Catherine Heigl and McConaughey not together, but no, but they the were. two of them were all over the two thousands rom coms. Yeah. We also had a lot of um, Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter were like the emo kids sweethearts. <laughs> they were in everything, mostly because that's just how uh, her husband at the time. I mean, he just Tim was, Burton just like put them in everything Tim together. Was like, I love my wife and I love my friend. <laughs> I guess they'll be everywhere together. I mean, I'm I'm sick of it. I also have a <sighs> sorry, Johnny Depp. <laughs> You're gone forever. Um, We're done here. We're breaking up. I don't need you to lead this relationship anywhere. I'm not sorry. I love that you have picked Steve Zahn over Johnny Depp. Steve? (laughs) Steve, in my, like, fantasy relationships, I'm actually just with, like, Greg Kinnear. 
and not Johnny Depp. <laughs> because I know that when someone's going to be good to me, Wesley. It's true. Versus, like, fun. <laughs> versus just fun. That's hilarious. What are you doing, cat? Look, she's got her arched Look back, but she's just looking at your wood floors. She's just staring at nothing. It's fine. You weirdo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the reconnaissance. That's yeah. why I didn't. Because I never really watched his stuff. Yeah. I watched... He's one of, Made in Manhattan. He's one of those actors. And who, The Wedding Planner. Yeah. He's one of those actors that's like Cameron Diaz in that they're in a lot of movies that I appreciate for other characters and yes. not for them. Yes. Like, I really like Failure to Launch. Oh, yeah. Not because no. of him and Sarah Jessica Parker. Not I at could all. not care about their relationship. No. The parents in that movie are fantastic. Yeah. His parents. Um... There's a side relationship with one of our other favorite sidekicks, the guy who's the sidekick in National Treasure. Oh, I love him. Him and Bradley Cooper are in that movie. But he, like, has a weird relationship with Zoe Deschanel, who's an emo girl. What? I and haven't seen this movie. It's adorable. But the whole plot line of Sarah Jessica Parker and right. McConaughey oh. annoys me. Oh, and 10 Things I... No, not 10 Things... Uh, How to Lose a Guy, a guy in 10, 10 Days. days. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That happened. I own that movie somehow. Yeah. I don't know how I got it, but I have it. And I've watched it several times and just been like, yes, this is a movie I watched. Yeah. The Love Fern. I love that movie not because of McConaughey, but because of... The other stuff that happens. Just all the other things. Like yeah. the things that... It, it could have been any number of actors and would have yeah. been like, this is a funny movie. Right. So yeah, the McConaughey's. I yeah. forgot all... I tried so really many... hard to forget about it. Um, there is one that has him and Steve Zahn that I like, though. Sahara? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. I don't like it because of him. I like it because of Steve Zahn. I know. I know. He's the best part of every movie he's in. <laughs> I'm going to the nut shop where it's fun. <laughs> this place is a tube. Um, God, he's just the best. Oh, it's so funny. So this movie is perfection for every single character. Yeah. You I have. love the other woman that works at the shop who's in Miss Congeniality. <laughs> she's like the college as, student. Like, New Jersey. Yeah, she's <laughs> the college student who's yeah. like working part time. She's like, well, if I don't get a, she's like, if we have to go to the shop, I can't get another part time job and then I'm going to lose my apartment. And I'll have to move to Brooklyn. I'll have to move to Brooklyn. Steve's on like, he's like beauty of rent control, six rooms, four fifty a month. She's like, I can't believe you. That is so unfair. Why would you bring that up right now? But she's like sweet and yeah. somber and yeah. like, ah, uh, and like fatalist, but like also just such a good friend to everybody at the yeah. same time. Yeah, like she's just, she's just trying to pay rent man she's trying to pay rent and sell books and be sweet yeah and <laughs> she's trying so hard so many good people in this movie this the whole cast them. of characters is perfect dave Chappelle is in this movie. i know ah it's so good so this good. movie is so wonderful i can't talk enough about it i mean i could just sit here and quote lines from it I mean, we could day. we kind of have been doing like that. <laughs> this is pretty much all i i realize that i quote this movie all the time i hope there's like a coherent through line in this podcast that's not just us quoting it quoting the godfather if you (laughs) if you haven't seen you've got mail i cannot recommend it enough like don't let the fact that it's some like sappy rom like overdone rom-com get in the way it is 
as perfect and wonderful as everyone yeah. says it is. It's, it's great. Sweet. It's heartwarming. It's heartbreaking. It's funny. It's delightful. witty. It's just it's, delightful. It is delightful. Like daisies. <laughs> They're the friendliest flower. Daisies are the friendliest flower. And they and really so, are. And I've carried that truth with me to forever. Good. Um, yeah. Dear gentlemen, don't give me daisies unless you just want to be friends. <laughs> Let me just lay that one out. Or give me daisies because you love me. I'll take it either way. <laughs> I'll take daisies. You just so, like flowers. <laughs> I love getting flowers. Oh, it's my favorite. I've accepted it. I am a woman. That's okay. Um... Yeah. So yeah, watch this. Go watch either one of its prequels yeah. slash other iterations. Because <laughs> there's The Shop Around the Corner, 1940, with Jimmy Stewart, which is Jimmy also Stewart. delightful, but like has a weird dark tone to He's it because of... it's the 40s. And in Russia? it's There's a, like a bizarre, like, because in that movie, the, the guy who plays the Wizard of Oz owns the shop. <laughs> and there something happens financially and he like almost kills himself oh and it gets like real weird so it gets all a wonderful life on a us. little bit <laughs> but it's still really funny and witty and interesting i'll and, give you the moon mary and then this the other one i forget what year it came out but it had it's called in the good old summertime and it has i believe judy garland and hmm. the guy that she played opposite a lot when she was young Oh yeah, she was opposite. Um, nineteen forty nine, and she was opposite Van Johnson, mm. who was one of the guys in Brigadoon. Oh, the one of the sea fellows. Yeah. Oh, he was the other guy. Yeah. Oh, that's super weird. I'm I don't pretty know sure that's that. him. No wonder Judy, I recognize Judy Garland her. also has a weird voice. She does, but she's great. <laughs> Her and Jimmy Stewart, if they did they ever play opposite each other? Because that I don't know. I know she played opposite because of those voices that together redheaded guy for a while would have been wild to listen to. That it was like the same age as she was. I can't find it now. Yes, he was. He was the the like the other guy in Brigadoon that oh, was always man. drinking. <laughs> <laughs> something about something about philosophy and women and drunkenness. Yeah, that's what he said. He anyway. said things like that. Anyway, it's a cute movie, too. It's set in, like, I don't think it's set in St. Louis, because that would be too perfect. But it's another, like, music shop kind of thing. The two other ones were music shops, and they made it a bookshop for the shop running for oh. You've Got Mail. Yeah, this that would make more sense for the time that we're in. Yeah. I think, was this also kind of around the time that um, that movie with John Cusack came out about the music store, about the record store? High Fidelity? Yeah. I don't... I feel like they were... It might have been close. Or was High Fidelity It 80s? was in 2000. Oh, okay, yeah. So it was so super it came out close. a couple years later. Yeah. I like that movie a lot. I like the bookstore. I love the bookstore concept. Like, that to me mm-hmm. makes perfect sense. And it's New Yorkish and yeah. New York in the it fall. It makes way more sense for the time. I would give you a bouquet of freshly sharpened pencils if I knew your name and address. Oh, <laughs> Which is the so sweetest cute. thing. One day, oh my god, what if I walked down the aisle with a bouquet of newly sharpened pencils, Wesley? I'd and fall daisies? on my face. And daisies. Uh, I'd fall on my face. You would time. hurt yourself. I would hurt everyone. <laughs> hide your kids, hide your wives. Hide your pencils. Hide your pencils. <laughs> Katie's coming to town. 
Oh my goodness. Yes, I highly recommend this movie for always. I just want to go watch it again. I just want to go home and be sweet to people now. I know. This movie makes me want to be really nice to people. Good. And I think that's why I like it. I'm glad. I just want to go be nice and give flowers and hugs and eat hot dogs <laughs> and talk about Joni Mitchell. <laughs> I don't clowns know Clowns illusions, I recall. I really don't like clowns <laughs> What does that even mean? <laughs> Is she a pilot? <laughs> See, this is why you need to watch this, people, because you'll understand uh, why we're going on tangents about Joni Mitchell. It's just <laughs> so good. It's so good. This whole movie is superb. Um, and so was AOL. It was great. I don't know why we got rid of it. Don't, don't answer that question. <laughs> Actually, somebody answered that question. Why did we get rid of AOL? I don't know. Why did that stop? I don't remember. Like I, I said, know. I wasn't an IT person in the 90s. So Nobody I'm not told sure. me. I was just like, got a new internet. Okadokes, artichokes. <laughs> so, uh, how many Channing Tatum's are we giving this movie? I don't know. A lot. It's wonderful. It's. I I just give it ten Greg Kinnears. <laughs> <laughs> I love it's it. It's like prime Tom Hanks too. So. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's Tom Hanks and yeah. like his like rom commy prime. <laughs> oh, he's so perfect. He's just like sweet. Sweet as all as can be, and he's like perfect jerk, perfect sweet person. Mm-hmm. His fingernails are real shiny. You did comment on oh, that. Oh my god, his <laughs> fingernails are so shiny. I have never seen that before. I mean, I know I was like, oh okay, he had, like I know what kind of manicure took place. <laughs> and I was like, aha, yes, he had them buffed. <laughs> That's so funny. But like, I never saw that before. This is the first time I picked out that his fingernails are really shiny. Yeah, that's the other thing is like there were things you pointed out to me that I had never noticed before. <laughs> we're talking. Like when, <laughs> when she put the caviar back on the garnish. Yes. Uh, that part that is caviar so is a garnish. And then she starts taking it off of his plates <laughs> to put it back on the like so serving funny. dish. Which I just want to talk about that scene real quick before yeah. we wrap up because that scene to me speaks to the comfort that the two of them have mm-hmm. together from the get-go mm-hmm. that she can walk up and scoop something off of his plate and he doesn't argue or bicker about or it. Or notice, really. He doesn't, like, he doesn't pay it any mind at all. Yeah. And it's also a matter of, like, status like, one, yeah. like, um... Status quo? Like, status, like, creating a status between them mm-hmm. of, like, understanding, like, I'm going to do this and I'm not, and he's like, well, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> and, like, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then also to see the comfort between Meg Ryan and Greg Kinnear's characters that he can step into a situation, come to her eloquent defense, and then also, like, remove a carving knife from her hand because she's like, oh, she's going to kill someone. She's so mad. And he just, like, gently removes it. And then the comfort between Tom Hanks and his couple and his partner. Yeah, Patricia. Who, Patricia, who just shows up and, like, butts into the conversation with, like, her own yeah. ideas about something. So you see the comfort between them that, like, of course she's going to override him a bit. Yeah. And, like, that's going to happen. Because and she then makes the comfort, nervous. Right. <laughs> and then the comfort of Patricia and... Frank yeah. as they begin to meet each other and are complimenting each other and they want to work together suddenly. And they have to pull them apart and, they, and that shot is like, so funny. It's this perfect like look how comfortable they are and look at their relationship and this relationship and this relationship and then all of them separate together. I was like this is so good. Yeah. Because you just get a hint of like how each couple works. Yeah. In their couplings. We'll have to definitely watch 
when Harry met Sally, because there's a lot of that in that movie, too. Good. Also, it has really wonderful, um, I just forgot I've always wanted to name. see it, but I'm afraid that I'll be inspired to go have sex with my friends, and I don't think I, I want know, that. But I do. <laughs> That's a joke. I do love, um, <laughs> oh, shoot, what is her name? The one who played Princess Leia, who just passed away recently. Oh, that actress Carrie name? Fisher. Yeah, it's Carrie Fisher. Yeah, she's in that she movie. She is in that movie, and I love her so much no, in that movie. Wesley, everyone's been hiding things from me my whole life. Well, we, we'll watch this. It's my coming birthday. Up soon. <laughs> we'll have to watch it. I have that okay. one too. I have all three of them. Oh my god! Because gosh. they like that's a side. There, there's a lot of movies with like funny side couples, and I love the side couple of her in that movie. It's so good. I shall perfect. I'm so excited. Any closing remarks? Nope. This is wonderful and plaid. Yes. I love it. Plaid. Oh, did you give it Tatum's or anybody? Do you rate it? Not specifically. I rate it super high. It's wonderful. (laughs) I give it some Greg's. Yeah. Greg can use. Awesome. Um, Well, if you found any of this remotely tantalizing, which would be fascinating to hear about, (laughs) uh, tweet us at viewingpartypod. Yep. We are also on Instagram. Tell us your favorite rom-com. Give us your favorite rom-coms also who's america's sweetheart right now i don't yeah who do you let think us know is? is it chris pratt he's pretty high up there oh yeah he's like space sweetheart yeah anyway go on oh <laughs> we just got distracted by chris pratt, <laughs> by chris pratt. <laughs> i got so distracted by chris pratt um <laughs> you can find us online and lots of links to stuff that we talk about and mm-hmm. other fun things like cats at viewingpartypod.com yep and uh, do you have any upcoming projects that you want to plug at all? Or? Uh, no, not I can think of. Cool. Um, nothing super specific to give you in this moment, but there will be. I'll be working on some um, podcast showcases mm-hmm. in Columbus for the Columbus Podcast Festival. We're doing some like showcases like mini nice podcast we're gonna have a crossover show coming up again soon we are yeah with who oh amanda (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't remember anything it's okay amanda's picture show a go-go yeah so we'll be filling you in on that once it happens but Mm -hmm. that's being that'll be coming out yep um there's all kinds of cool stuff happening yeah we got lots of cool stuff you can follow just follow us. Yep. Um, on the internet, just you look f- up Viewing Party Pod, and you'll see us. Viewing Party Pod. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This so it. we'll continue the Katie's <laughs> birthday month next y'all, week. Y'all guys. are not gonna be remotely surprised by next week. <laughs> um. Oh, also, I'll get to tell you about how I. Oh, oops. <laughs> how I'm going to. Um. Comic-Con tomorrow. Oh, yes. IRL. And I get to dress up as Ursula. And my friend's going to be Ariel. And we're going to be so excited. We'll put up pictures. And Catherine Tate and John Barrowman will be there. She met David Tennant today. We're all jealous. ah, I'm very excited. Um, She's going to be in um, She has a great idea. Um, Yeah. yeah. So join us next week when we watch something else and talk about something different. Yep. That's it. This has been Viewing Viewing Party. Party. Bye. Bye. You got mail. <laughs>